a good day and a delight to be permitted into your homes and hearts. I remain as always the voice of one. After many years of living as he liked, a man finally met with God through the agency of preaching. At the encounter, he surrendered his life to Jesus and became a bona fide, born-again child of God. Needless to say that before he surrendered to God, he had been involved in some unpleasant things. He had held a life membership in some cults, had married a second wife and impregnated many women and had caused them to abort the pregnancies and he had been engaged in many other atrocious sins, far numerous to mention. He had also been tormented by many of his sins and sinful conduct but after he surrendered to God through Jesus Christ, he now had peace and a joy he just could not explain. With such an experience, he did what anyone in his position would do. He went about telling his friends with whom he had been involved in sinful conducts about his wonderful experience of peace and joy as a result of his surrender to God. His friends responded to his testimony in various ways. Some said that he had gone insane in the pursuit of a new religion because he had been a regular church attender in one of the large denominations in a city of residence. Others said he was on vacation from sin and would soon resume in a few weeks' time. Some others still said he must have been encumbered with problems so serious that it drove him to the extremity in religion. This friend cited the examples of many people they knew who had been so frustrated that they had abandoned girlfriends, drinking and partying for a life of celibacy, for so they called it. In spite of these comments and objections to his testimony of change, peace and joy, one objection stood out. It was the one from his dear friend who was still in the cult that he had been a member before he became born again. This friend told him that he had gone too far in the occult to turn back now. And indeed, so it seemed, for this friend was a major national and international figure in the particular cult. It was this objection that tore at the now born-again former cult member. He could not believe how his friend had been so blinded into thinking that there was no way out for him or that he had gone too far to turn to God. Like the friend still in the cult in this true life story, there are many people who are involved in one sinful act or another who come to the conclusion that they have gone too far in sin and evil deeds to receive forgiveness and salvation from God. But nothing can be further from the truth. God's love and forgiveness are so great that it is usually difficult for man who has never really been able to love and forgive anyone to believe that it is possible for God to do so. They weigh their sins and conclude that no one can be forgiven for all the things they have done. There is only one thing we can offer to you as the truth. And that is that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. This statement tells us of the greatness of God's love for all men, the good, the bad and the ugly. So great is the love of God that he sent his own son Jesus Christ to come into the world and pay the penalty for the sins of all men. This was accomplished when Jesus Christ was crucified on the cross at Calvary almost 2,000 years ago. The reason why God sent Jesus Christ to die for all men is so that all men can again have access to God and receive from him all that he had wanted for man from the beginning when he created man. But as much as God 
is willing to do this for all men. He put a tiny proviso, and that is that whosoever believes shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Whosoever is a word that is limitless in its application. It covers the poorest as well as the wealthiest man on the earth. It includes the worst as well as the best man on earth. And it accommodates the least as well as the greatest man in the universe. Whosoever does not specify any category of individuals, so that regardless of who you are and how far gone you are in sin, idol worship, the occult or criminal activity, if you can only believe that Jesus' death on the cross was for your sins, fellowship with the God of heaven and earth is established and eternal life is guaranteed. It is therefore not how far gone you are in sin that is important, but how far God is willing to forgive you. It is on record that several people who were once in crime, cults, and conducts too shameful to admit have established relationship with God once they repented of their sins and obtained God's forgiveness. Therefore, it is not about how bad you are, but how good God is. The goodness of God is so great that He is willing to forgive your sins instantly, even right now as this broadcast is going on. God is willing to save you from the torment of sin and give you peace and joy that is beyond human understanding. Have you committed several abortions? God is willing to forgive you. If you are willing to ask for forgiveness and make up your mind, never again to engage in such activity. Have you murdered anyone, either directly or indirectly? God is willing to forgive you. If you are willing to repent and turn away from a life of crime, are you engaged in prostitution, homosexuality, lesbianism, masturbation, witchcraft, bribery and corruption? God is willing to forgive you. If you are willing to admit that what you are doing is a sin and turn away from continuing with such from today, are you a grandmaster in the occult or a leader in a witch's coven and have been involved in all manner of blood sacrifices and covenants and other atrocities? God is willing to forgive cleanse and protect you from covenanted and evil consequences as far as you have made up your mind to quit and start serving the living God. Friend, it is not how deep you have gone in sin, but how ready you are to say goodbye to a life of sin. Most times, the problem is your unwillingness to let go of the destructive pleasures of sin, or as the case may be, an unwillingness to let go of the power that the occult claims to give you. Let us say here categorically, that there is no power that can withstand the power of the Almighty God. All power belongs to God. Sometimes it is your unwillingness to part with friends and the things you acquired through your sinful practices that is keeping you from turning to God. But know this, my friend, a new beginner in God is far better than an ancient alliance with sin, the devil, and hellfire. The only place for a person who chooses to remain in sin is hell. This is the place of permanent separation from God and all that he represents. That is separation from eternal life, permanent separation from peace, permanent separation from joy, permanent separation from righteousness, permanent separation from goodness, and so on and so forth. On the other hand, a man who is willing and has made up his mind to come to God through Jesus Christ has everlasting life with God in heaven to look forward to. So what have you got to lose? Absolutely nothing. If you are willing to come to God today, he is waiting to pardon and receive you unto himself. Only repent of your old ways. It doesn't matter how far gone or how deep you may think you are in sin. The so-called consequences that your cult or group have threatened will come upon you if you leave them will not and cannot come upon you because you are leaving them to the only God who can effectively protect and shield you from any attack. The blood of Jesus Christ will speak against Satan in all that pertains to your life. God is waiting to hear you say, Lord, I repent of all my sins. I am ready to leave behind a life of sin, the occult, and so on, and come to you. Please take a few seconds now and talk to God 
in your own words before I pray for you. Let us pray. Eternal Rock of Ages, I want to thank you for once again another opportunity to share the good news of the kingdom of God with as many hearers as possible. I want to pray even at this time for all those who have hitherto believed that they have gone too far to receive your forgiveness. I thank you because your forgiveness is greater than the depth that any man may have gone into in sin. I pray almighty and everlasting God for your mercy, for your goodness and for your kindness towards them. Wash them in the blood of Jesus, forgive them of their sins and save them even to the utmost. I ask almighty and everlasting God that as you save their souls, keep them standing and let their protection be guaranteed even through the blood of Jesus today. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. We can be reached after this broadcast by text or by calling us on either 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. The numbers to call or send text to again are 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. I really would love to hear from you. God bless you and goodbye.